0: Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello guys and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about entrepreneurial journey and mindset, how you can unite both and I'm so excited discuss this topic with Cara Golden. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Monday, you know, on Monday, I usually have positive mindset. So uh, I remember in school, I hated Monday. Even in my life, uh, in adult life, when I had a few businesses with the sake of having them, uh, chasing money, I hated Monday. Today, I decided to switch all my attention to something that I like, to... Today I enjoy the process. It's more important for me. So that's why (laughs) I have positive mindset and I'm so excited to learn more about that because I know that you know about the topic well Uh, before we start just tell more about yourself experience background and why you decided to say share with us about entrepreneurial journey and mindset
1: so uh more than anything i i so i wrote a book called undaunted and the main reason why i decided to write this was i really believed that a lot of the reason and i'm sure you will uh relate to this is that people do not start companies because they fear lots of things maybe looking foolish Uh, They're not sure if it's the right idea, uh, it's too competitive of a market, all of these things. And what I decided was that just by sharing my story, I felt like that could really get a lot of people thinking, gosh, if she can go and take on the beverage industry and do big things, then maybe my idea could actually become something. So that was kind of the thinking. For those of you who are not familiar with the company that I founded, uh, it's called Hint. Um, I have a bottle here, um, drinking the lemon water this morning, but it's an unsweetened flavored water. And maybe no one has thought, about unsweetened flavored water, but 17 years ago, I was looking for a flavored water that didn't have a lot of sweeteners in it because I really felt like anything with some sweeteners in it, it just didn't hydrate me. I never sort of equated the idea of sweeteners with uh, unhealthy habits until I actually decided to quit Uh, drinking my diet soda that I had been drinking for years, (laughs) thinking that I was, you know, healthy. It was better than, you know, sugary sodas. Mm -hmm. And when I gave it up, some crazy amazing things happened that I was frankly shocked by, including the fact that I lost 24 pounds in two and a half weeks I had terrible adult acne and different skin issues that I couldn't figure out. And all of a sudden, just by giving up the diet soda, that's when I realized that I cleared things up on my own without medications, without, you know, doing lots of different things that I had been thinking that I, you know, maybe had to do, maybe felt like, you know, this was just the way that I it was uh, that I was going to live the rest of my life. So, when I saw this in my own life, I thought, "Gosh, there's a lot of people who don't understand this. Maybe I should just create a product and bring it to my local store uh, and see if I can sell the product and get people to." uh see what i saw um so i'll stop there and uh and you know continue on as you have more questions
0: yeah love your story i i hope coca-cola is in trouble you know because of hint uh uh i hope i hope because i know that uh, how it's important to eat healthy food, to drink healthy water. And, uh, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I can unite, by the way, uh, losing weight and uh, entrepreneurial journey because 90% of people fail to lose weight. You know, mm-hmm. they uh, are chasing quick results. For example, on Google, I found many keywords like how to lose 10 10 pounds for two weeks uh, or uh, I don't know, like uh, 20 pounds for a month uh, and something like this because people are looking for simple solutions, how to do it. The best thing, just stop eating healthy food and uh, uh, yeah, as you mentioned about soda, um, yeah, it's terrible, uh, especially if you want to lose weight. Can you tell how to change these habits? You know, uh, I think people know about Coca-Cola, about Pepsi, about other sweet soda, but you know, uh, it's hard to change habits. To stop drinking this and uh, choose uh, more healthy options because we have many of them and including him. Can you tell how to change this mindset and start uh, consuming something like this? You know more healthy food.
1: Well, I think. That very similar to a lot of the discussion that is going on today around messaging, no one was talking about this 17 years ago, though. I woke up and realized that I had been marketed to. You talk about uh, the big soda companies, Coca-Cola in particular, I knew that full-fledged, you know, sugary soda was probably not great for me, but diet soda was different, right? Like Mm -hmm. that is okay. Right. That, that I had permission in my mind to drink diet because I felt like diet was healthy, certainly healthier than regular soda. Little did I realize that diet soda may actually be worse for consumers than regular sugar. Why? Because we've been drinking and eating sugar for years. Maybe Mm -hmm. not as much as we get older. Maybe we have more sugar uh, because No one's regulating it. Like our parents are regulating the amount of sugar maybe when we're younger. But as we get older, we start to look at this concept of of calories and how calories are actually, the lower they are, the better they are for you. And unfortunately, when the diet sweeteners of today are sweeter than they were when you first started having diet sweeteners. If you eat or drink diet sweeteners, you're actually producing insulin every time you have this diet sweetener. So what's happening is that your brain is actually being told, go into attack mode, right? Or defense mode, I guess, and yeah. and produce more insulin. And so what is that ultimately doing Well, unfortunately, there are a number of people who are getting things, health issues, um, health-related issues from diet sweeteners, um, including things like type 2 diabetes, which 17 years ago was not even a discussion. It is the fastest growing disease in the world today. But more than anything, consumers don't know that right? And, yeah. and I think that that's the, that is the, he, the biggest challenge that goes on. So to your point, people believe that there's some mystery group in the background that is looking out for your health. And what I realized pretty quickly is there is nobody who cares but me what my health is maybe my family maybe my friends yeah. but there's no large body there's no regulation in fact it's just the opposite because if you get sick they're selling drugs they're selling insulin they're selling they're making money off of you so there's no idea that we need to fix something right that we've got a we might have a health crisis but there's no pharmaceutical company out there. There's no soda company out there that is excited to change anything because it's money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I realized this whole concept very early on, as I started to write my business plan, I also saw that there was a uh, a huge market to your point around the soda industry, the diet soda industry, but also diets in general. There are so many diets out there. It's so confusing. People want to be told what to do. They want the easy steps to actually go and solve uh, their health issue, but then they give up because so many of them don't work. Right? Or they're too complicated or they're too expensive. And so I thought if I could bring a water to the market that had better taste and no sweeteners in it, I could actually solve a lot of issues. I, I'll say one more thing. The other piece of it is that I really believe that the number one complaint for people was that maybe they were told. By somebody like a health professional, that they should make certain changes. But again, they thought, oh, well, that's just one person's opinion. That's too complicated. This is diet. There's a lot of people out there that are drinking it. It seems fine. But the other piece of this is that, you know, it's not something that like you you know drink cyanide and you die tomorrow the the thing about diet sweeteners is it's a very very slow thing right or sugar it's a very very slow process where you get sick and you put all this pressure on your body and i think that that is the thing that i realized early on but again when you're when you're the only one speaking about this when you've got the vision to actually fix a really, really big problem in the world, little did I know how hard it would be to do that. I realized early on that I was not just starting a product and a new company, but also an entirely new category, which no matter what category or what industry you're in and starting a new category, when you're the only one you've got to educate consumers. You've got to educate kind of gatekeepers that maybe in our case, get you on the shelf. Uh, you have to deal with a ton of naysayers who are thinking, this is a crazy idea. If it was such a great idea, wouldn't there be other people doing it? Right. I mean, as you can imagine, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, family and friends are the worst because maybe you came from a successful uh, venture prior to deciding to work on this and and uh, everybody remembers that successful venture and then they think that you might have lost your mind now that you're going into this and you're going to fail for sure. So that's the other piece of my book that I really wanted to capture was that everybody has doubts. Everybody has failures and challenges along the way. It's like building a puzzle without the picture on the cover. You've got to be able to fall down, get back up again, learn from your experiences, and keep moving forward.
0: Nice. Nice. Awesome. Love it. Love it. I'm going to read this book. Uh, I'll put to my list uh, because, you know, I have a huge list of books that I need to read by the way, I had habit to over watch TV. I spent so much time to watch TV and I changed this habit to read books uh, right now. I'm passionate more about reading books and, you know, um, I think it's, it's hard to change habits from bad ones to good ones. And uh, customers are not looking for uh, new products, they're looking for solutions, they're looking mm-hmm. for something that can decide their problems. Can you tell about uh, how to, and you share that many people give up, you No, know, for example, they want uh, to change uh, to new water, you know, new drink, uh, uh, but in some time they can forget and uh, take uh, old habits. I've seen many times about that, Uh, people who are trying to quit smoking, uh, yeah, they can fight for a few days and forget about that. Uh, Someone who uh, overwatched TV, as I did, and yeah, I spent so much time to change these habits. I decided, no way, I can't go ahead. I love reading books, so I'm going to read your book as well. But, you know, I found that books can provide a lot much better experience for me, improve my life. Can you tell about how to simplify this experience to change habits and uh, don't give up during the way?
1: So it's a great question. I think that what I found, I I was an athlete growing up. I was a gymnast and also a big runner. And I always found that if I... uh, if I made excuses for myself, if I uh, made shortcuts for myself that it would never work, I had to focus on getting up every day and going. The minute that I started to break that, I, you, it, it would become a failure, right? That mm-hmm. I, I just wouldn't do it. So by that, I mean, when I was thinking about quitting Diet Coke, m- even my husband said to me, well, maybe you should just cut down. And I thought if I cut down, I'm still going to have that taste in my mouth. That's like saying, okay, well, instead of uh, if I believe that I'm watching too much television, smoking too many cigarettes, drinking too much, whatever it is, the idea of cutting back, you're still going to have that memory. And then you think, well, I could have it a little more or watch a little more, whatever it is. And instead, I really have always believed as hard as it is to go cold turkey, just stop, right? You know, it's wrong and stop and see if there's changes, right? And in your life. And I think that it really goes back to, it's up to you. Right, You have to decide that enough is enough in any habit that you have that you're not terrifically excited about and you believe is a problem or creating problems in your life. And test it. Why not? I mean, it it may not be a problem. And that's how I felt about my diet soda. But when I saw after two and a half weeks that I lost all this weight, I my skin cleared up. My curiosity was piqued. And I thought, this is crazy. I mean, what's going on here? Am I doing something different? I wasn't. This was the only change that I had made in my life. And and I just more than anything, even beyond the weight and my skin being better, I just felt better. And I yeah. think that whenever you feel better. I think that you can do a lot of things in your life that maybe you couldn't do before that you just are um, motivated to go out and, and do a lot of big things. And I think like, that's a key thing that I wanted to share in this book as well, that I never really thought that I was going to go start a company. I mean, that to me, I had worked for incredible entrepreneurs uh, prior to starting my own company. But that's another topic that I touch on too, that a lot of people think like entrepreneurs, oh, they're just born this way. They're always coming up with ideas. They've got the Midas touch where they just go and create. Uh, But what I found was that, Entrepreneurs come in all different shapes and sizes. I feel like the one consistent thread that I've been able to see is that oftentimes when you see something totally new and totally different in an industry, that entrepreneur typically has come from outside of the industry. They've been a consumer. They have been curious. And they... Are undaunted, they're relentless in going out and doing something that they believe. What do I have to lose if it fails? Then you know, I tried and uh, nobody else was doing it, so what the heck? And and I think like Mm -hmm. that's something that people have to think about. They think just because I don't have the experience, I can't do big things, but you actually can, and in fact, in so many examples of entrepreneurs they never were doing what you see in it as successful uh in you know they weren't working in that industry prior
0: nice nice love it love it uh by the way uh, let me share my story because you mentioned uh, that uh, after losing weight your skin uh, was much better and i i had the same issue um in 2019 Uh, I traveled to Turkey with my family and I got flu uh, and couldn't recover for 45 days a lot. I uh, met too many doctors, Uh, they gave me some pills, shakes, I don't remember exactly a lot of medicine, uh, antibiotics, but 45 days I couldn't recover. Then uh, after recovering. I decided no way i can't go ahead like this i'm young you know to have to have such uh, issues uh, then i decided to take cold shower every single day i'm still doing it. every single day more over than three years and after that uh, i completely forget about flu cold uh, even more uh, i lost my seasonal allergy uh so that i usually suffer and each year i got a lot more and more medicine but after taking cold shower i lost even allergy that are not related to uh to flu cold, and many other things so uh, i think when you have good habits you can improve your totally. health yeah at any side so just have them so uh, yeah that's why I love what you mentioned. That uh, after drinking uh, this uh, water, you know, uh, you, you can improve even your skin. You know, so yeah, why not? Yeah, love it.
1: Okay, I'm I'm yeah. so curious. If you don't mind, if I ask, who, did somebody tell you to do that, or did you? How did you learn that?
0: Um, I think uh, I was looking for solutions. I was mm-hmm. looking for solutions. Uh because uh I read a lot that medicine can uh you know like diminish my suffering, but uh medicine can't decide all my problems, all my issues. So I read online many other things, and probably I learned a lot from Wim Hope, Uh he's from uh uh he's from Netherlands. Um yeah, he's so famous about that and uh i've learned from a few billionaires uh very rich people who uh use the same approach taking cold shower every single day then i decided to switch even more i have cold bath i can show you yeah give me a few seconds. Okay. i have my cold. Oh, it's my patio. And-
1: oh interesting no, and I've heard amazing things, it, it, amazing things about that. You know, it's it's interesting, it's fascinating because I think that one of the things your story touches on is that entrepreneurs don't just decide to be entrepreneurs necessarily. Maybe they've done another startup before, but they almost hit rock bottom, and maybe rock bottom is not. Um, you know, homeless on the street or however you want to view it, but they, they, uh, they're very frustrated because they can't solve their own problem. Right. And they don't understand it. And I think when it comes to health, that is something that is that people, it doesn't matter how much money you have, what your gender is, what your nationality is. If you don't have your health, Everyone agrees that you have nothing. And so you go searching for this idea, and yet when people don't understand it, maybe people heard that you got healthy and you changed just by doing this one thing. People thought, that's crazy. I'm sure you heard plenty of your friends or your colleague, oh, no, that must not be it. What else are you doing? But when you see that, it can be this simple. I think you you want to share that, right, with other people because you think how many other people may be suffering and challenged no. as you were. So it's, uh, it's a really, really exciting thing that you've stumbled upon.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I keep suffering on this cold uh, for three minutes every <laughs> single day. <laughs> yeah. But after that i get much better i feel much better you know it's like another body it's like another health issue anything change after that so yeah but i'm suffering i i'm still hating it but i keep doing i can't stop <laughs> because i remember uh, the suffering after getting this flu cold more worse you now than <laughs> suffering on this cold. back okay i have the question about uh you mentioned um, about uh, giving up that people give up often. So uh, can you provide your insights or, uh, I don't know, any tips, how to go ahead? Because any uh, startup and inter- any journey, you know, when you have, people are looking for simple solutions and they they can't achieve quick results. For me personally, I don't know how to achieve any quick result. You know, it takes time, you know, to go ahead, to lose weight, to learn foreign language to, I don't know, to change habits, to drink even uh, another uh, drink because, uh, uh, okay, I know today I can drink, but uh, for a few days I can forget about that. Can you tell about some methods, how to rem- to know that you need to do it every single day?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, to actually change habits, you can do as I did. Just You just give up Uh, diet soda, but you don't know if that's going to stick. So you have to know that in order to really change habits, you have to stick with it. And when, and you really have to set a goal for yourself, whatever that is that I need to get past two weeks, I need to get past two months, I need to get past two years and, and, you know, be realistic with these goals, but also kind of check in with yourself because you are the person that is actually, Um, you're responsible for you and you have to make sure that you are doing what you can in order to achieve these goals. I think that the next thing is, is that have a solution. So if I was just to give up drinking diet soda, I knew or I quickly realized that I would be thirsty because that's all I drank. I never drank plain water. I thought plain water was really boring and so as I started to drink plain water, I really saw that if that was going to be my life, if I was not going to be drinking anything but plain water, I was not going to be able to stay on this trajectory, right? To, to reach my goal, I needed to make water taste better. And so having a solution to this habit that you're trying to break is really really key, and then I think also small steps. So actually saying I'm just going to go do this and that's what's going to happen is is great. It's a goal that you should uh, recognize. But I think that actually taking small steps and saying okay, I'm going to try this for two weeks and see what happens and see if anything. Positive came out of it. If it didn't, maybe you have to give it a little bit longer. Maybe uh, you have to um, decide that that wasn't it, depending on what the situation is. Uh, but, but more than anything, I think that small steps are really the key thing. And also recognizing that, as I mentioned before, everyone has fears. Everyone has challenges along the way. We never hear about The successful people having these challenges, uh, these, you know, these moments where you just don't know whether or not you're going to make it or not. Um, You don't hear about uh, the bankruptcies that people, successful people have or the failures that they have along the way. And I think that what I've realized is that the strongest and the most successful people Have downs, right? That have these failures along the way that seem awful and seem like there's no way that you can recover from them, but they did, right? And so I think that the more that you face your challenges, the more that you know that things are going to run their course, it's going to be part of your journey. If you fail, you've got to learn from those difficult times, either today or in the future, looking back on those challenges and see what can I take from those and not make those mistakes again. Uh, All of those things, I think, are what ultimately make people not only the, the people that we aspire to be, but also the people that are are, are really kind of the happiest, right? Because they've been able to weather so many storms along the way that I guess it makes them even that much more inspiring to watch.
0: Nice. Unbelievable. valuable uh, Okay, let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned a few times, a few times, failure. failing. For me, failing only brings a new experience nothing else no you can learn from failures as you mentioned and go ahead but i see uh, another thing that can stop people Uh, they build high expectations for example uh, i want to learn french i can do it for a few months uh, for a few weeks but it takes years you know to speak fluently in french Uh, it's the same with losing weight uh, building a business anything Uh, Can you tell about uh, how to set up uh, realistic goals? Because people, when they build high expectations, uh, after, uh, you know, it's hard to achieve uh, quick results. They don't in most cases, Uh, but you need to go ahead, you know, like to have this patience, uh, to overcome obstacles, to learn from your failures, as you mentioned. Uh, Can you tell about setting the right goals during your way?
1: Well, I think one one thing that I've realized is that the, the most important thing that I see entrepreneurs being able to do, great entrepreneurs being able to do is pivot along the way. So, you know, there's going to be a challenge or a failure along the way, but the idea of being able to trust your gut and pivot and be able to see, okay, this isn't working out so great. Just because you have a goal in mind and you decide to take one road, you have to be able to recognize when you need to back up and maybe go along the other road. You have to be able to know that, you know, There, there are going to be things that are going to come into your journey that are going to test you. There's going to be people that come into your journey that are going to test you, that you have to recognize that, uh, you can't just fall down and stay down. You have to figure out how am I going to get back up again and continue on. And sometimes that opportunity, uh, especially with early entrepreneurs, they think, well, I had a goal to go and do something. I have to keep going. No. Pivoting is absolutely key. The number of people during the pandemic, successful entrepreneurs, we saw a number of companies go out of business. Some of them were categories that I think were you never imagined, uh, that that would happen, but the most successful ones actually said, "Okay, I had a plan. There was Plan A, but I I saw that I had to make some adjustments, some pivots, because things were not able for a variety of reasons to be able to um, sort of go the way that I wanted to go. And and I think like that is the gift that great entrepreneurs have." is this ability to kind of see the vision and see whether or not things are going to work out, uh, but also take the risk to, like I said, back up, go down a different road, slow down, um, you know, do things that maybe other people don't know how to do or are too uncomfortable to do it. I think that the last thing I'll say is that staying complacent during times of, uh, of, you know, fearful times along the way in the journey is something that is just not an option. You can slow down, but to stop is something that will ultimately take you out of the race, right? It will take you out of the ability to actually go out and do something. So I think that always having kind of a plan B in place is something that I think is so, so key for anyone to remember.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Okay, let's talk about uh, heat. Uh, You know, um, I see uh, something like this, you know, when uh, small companies, uh, have uh, high-quality products, but in the end, they need to compete with big companies. For example, uh, you have a lot of com- competitors th- uh, that can spend like billion dollars, you know, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Red Bull, Burn, I don't know, name them, a lot of them. Uh, can you tell about your business model? Uh, okay, you have high-quality product, awesome product. It can help much better than uh, your competitors have. But in the end, you need to compete with their team's uh, marketing budget because uh, Coca-Cola spent billion dollars. I don't remember exactly the number, but it's like 70% of all income from Coca-Cola are going to uh, their advertisement. So it's hard. It's hard to compete with them. People know uh, they have strong brand recognition. Tell your methods how to overcome or take part of the trade market uh, when you have such big competitors like Coca-Cola?
1: So it's very interesting. As I mentioned earlier, I, I not only was starting a product and, and a new company, but also an entirely new category. And when you're doing that and you're the only one, uh, it's very exciting in the beginning, right? You're like, I'm doing something totally new. It's, it's, uh, you know, no one's ever seen this. Maybe you're whispering when you're talking to people about the idea because you think that you've got such a great idea. You don't want competition. What I realized is that competition is actually a really good thing. And you can't do anything about competition because you don't control what they're going to do, especially when you're out in the market. They have now seen or they think they've seen exactly who you are, what your company is, what your product is, what what the category is that you're taking on. And usually what happens from the big guys, and again, this is in every category or excuse me, every industry, they will uh, dismiss it. They, they will tell everybody, oh, who needs an unsweetened flavored water? Who needs digital film, right? Who mm-hmm. needs, I mean, the list goes on and on. And then after they see that you're still around for a little while and you're actually getting some traction, you're still small, but you're getting traction, you'll see that they come into your space and... They disrupt it. They disrupt you. And I remember thinking the first time that Pepsi and Coke act ever came into our space, they decided to create an unsweetened flavored water. It wasn't as good as our product. They didn't do. They didn't use real fruit in the product as we did. Um, but they came in and they took our space in stores. We sell direct to consumer as well as in stores. I'm not saying that it wasn't disruptive, that it wasn't uh, a bummer because we, we lost space when the big guy came in and, you know, shoved us out of the way, bought our space, uh, all of those things. But you have to figure out how do I stay afloat? You have to have enough money in the bank to be able to, withstand any type of large competitor coming into your space or, um, you know, that holds true even for, um, you know, unforeseen times like a pandemic or whatever it is, but then focus on what you can control. And I think this is a life lesson that you can sit there and watch what everyone else is doing. You can be paranoid. You can, you can, you know, Think about oh well, they have that much more money, they're spending all this much more, etc. But when their focus is not what you do every day, their passion is not what yours is, their their why and their reason for doing what you decided to do is not the same. What I found, and what happened with Hint was that. That disruption lasted for six months, and then they decided that they didn't want to do it anymore. They expected us to go out of business, and we didn't go out of business. And then what happened was we not only got our space back in the store, but we actually gained space because what they did was that they brought more awareness of the category of unsweetened flavored water. So we almost tripled our space inside that major retailer that we had been kicked out of for six months because they called us to share with us that they wanted us to come back in and take that space. And then they also felt like it deserved more space. I mean, that to me was incredibly surprising, right? And I think like, that's the thing to really focus on. And again, you're always going to have competition, but focus on what you can control and be able to stay the course and withstand the storm because the storms will be here. They'll always be here. You'll always have competition. You'll always have people who are better than you. But the key thing is, is that as long as you can stay alive while those disruptions are happening, And focus on what you can do and focus on your consumer base and sharing why you're better. As long as you can keep your consumers and continue to grow your consumers, when you have these disruptions that are going to come in your path, I believe that you can gain consumers once they decide that they're not really interested in, in being here and they were doing it for the wrong reasons.
0: Very encouragement. Kara. it's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. You share a lot of valuable insights. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you.
1: Thank you so much. I'm all over social at Kara Golden. And uh, Hint is at drinkhint.com, available in stores nationwide as well. And uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to connect. Please DM me and say hi.
0: <laughs> okay guys you can find all these links in the description below. listen to us on Apple Google Spotify uh, you need to change habits so you can see to, to, it's better to read. Uh, the book on daunting you need to change habits from coca-cola to him because uh, i'm going to do it i i love uh changing uh, bad habits to good habits uh, to improve my uh, well-being so i recommend a hundred percent connect with car on social media and see you next time